Hello and welcome back to the Life of the Lord podcast. I am your host, Gloria, and today sitting with me on this couch is Josef Avakian. Now, you've been in YWAM for a couple of years, working especially in the area of communications. You're a designer, among many other things, but um, why don't you, yeah, introduce yourself? Okay, hello everyone. My name is Joseph, or Joseph actually, because my parents gave us French names. Mm -hmm. um, Avakian is an Armenian name, in case you're not sure where that comes from. And yes, I've been with Youth of the Mission over three decades, almost four decades soon, Ooh. and primarily working in the area of media and communications. That's cool. Also, a bit of youth work and some arts and so on. Yeah. I mean, I assume that with so many like years working in this field and working with this organization especially, you have probably seen how communication and media has been changing and has been shaping also the generations. Yes, back in the day when, when I started, uh, we would have even telegraphs and fax and you know phones were analog still and eventually they turned digital and then eventually the arrival of the internet um, in the early 90s transformed everything. Mm -hmm. And it's been crazy how... We started doing design and communication very manually. Mm -hmm. And now, of course, with all the tools available, it's fascinating uh, to see how things have moved forward. I love it. I'm actually very happy. God gives us tools so that we can do the job that we're called to even better. Yeah. Yeah. And it seems like adaptability is also like key. And it's something that even as, yeah, when we live in this day and age, we still have to continue being adaptable to all of the new changes and the new ways of communication. Well, yeah, I mean, life moves forward. And I think not only does the communication tools change, mm. of course, the generations change and with them yeah. also where they primarily focus. So we talk about the book generation, we talk about the TV generation, we talk yes. about the film generation, and then we talk about the social media generation. Mm -hmm. And all of it, I think, as YWAM or as Youth of the Mission, We need to be aware that if we want to reach that audience and communicate with that audience and connect with them, mm -hmm. we have to be where they're at. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. It's been fun. It's been a, I, I'm, sometimes I think I was born too early. Okay. Like I think now it's getting fun. Imagine where, where it's all heading. Yeah. But you know, you got to pass on the, what do you call it? The, 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 the challenge for the, the challenge. next generation <laughs> yeah. to say, Hey, don't stay, don't get connected just for a season, but mm. always stay connected because God wants to be connecting with his people, with his creation. So Yeah. And there's also a part of, of God that is always kind of like pouring into the next generations. We see that from the beginning when he gives. That's right. Uh, there is That's right. None, of us, like, none of us are islands, yeah. as we talked about sometimes. Mm -hmm. um, we, what I have, what I've learned is because a lot of people have invested yeah. and believed in me and given space and time. And also a lot of it is just how our passion for God or for the things that we're called to suddenly make us uh, do things and yeah. learn things and grow and push our boundaries and mm. be good at what we do. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah, so is there anything specific in your heart that you would like to share? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Well, I think primarily I'm very keen and I go around the world teaching in different courses and different locations and different groups on the whole topic of worldview, mm -hmm. which is how do I see the world? Yeah. And I think today specifically, I don't know if anyone out there can relate to this, that often we see ourselves through the lens of how we see the world. Yeah. And we see the world 
and the way we then tend to project through how our experiences are. Yeah. So what I experience, what I, you know, journey through and see as truth, I then project as, oh, this must be truth in the world as well. Mm -hmm. And so I'm very keen on the power of media mm -hmm. and the reality of how much arts entertainment and media and the arts have at least in part shaped and formed our perception mm -hmm. of the world, of our own generation, yeah. of ourselves, mm -hmm. to the point that, you know, on one side you'll hear a message on media like, oh, everybody's got, you know, some form of challenges because of the information overload. Yeah. Then on the other side, you've got people saying, oh no, you're in control. Mm -hmm. Your brain will somehow manage it. Mm -hmm. So whatever it is out there, it's fascinating that we have to come to the conclusion at some point or come to the decision, what and who are we listening to? Yeah. And what dictates our perception of reality, of truth and purpose? Yeah. Especially in this day and age when it's so easy Mm -hmm. to filter everything that you receive and that you mm -hmm. consume. Yep. So if you want to just hear about a certain point of view, you can just filter it and not listen to anything else. So we become kind of like tunnel visioned into our ways. Yes, yes. I mean, if we, if we think at the history of the world, it's amazing how many world wars or even if we think in the last century with the world war, uh, how much propaganda led people to think Mm -hmm. and believe a certain truth. And then with yeah. the Iron Curtain happening after World War II, the West thought one way, uh, you know, certain part of the world thought another way because mm -hmm. you only know what you have been told. Yeah. And if you if you have limited information and you get to see that there is only blue in the world, mm -hmm. then you're not aware that red exists as well unless blue tells you red is bad. Yeah. And so it's been fascinating to see that although we're connected and we have all these tools, propaganda has come from, you know, let's say from government organizations down to now brands and individuals and influencers yeah. are all propagating something. Mm -hmm. And the the fact that media, instead of being informative, yeah. educational, and leading you or giving you all the data so that you yourself make the choice, mm -hmm. we end up being told what we should think. Yeah. And that's, I think, the challenge that I have with media is because... Yeah. We're walking away from our social uh, media platforms, almost realizing that, oh yeah, I guess it's right. I have to think this way. Yeah. Or oh, I need to hang. I need to choose these people mm -hmm. versus those people. Mm -hmm. And it's always us against them, mm. or it's them versus them. And then you're told sometimes, yeah, you should be neutral, but then you realize that with neutrality you can't change anything because yes. you're not actually moving. So. This whole idea of being active or proactive or pro-passive or passive-aggressive, passive, <laughs> you know, active-aggressive, um, that's all I think in part is what media tends to, if we're not careful, mm -hmm. guide yeah. and shape us. Yeah. It's funny as you were saying that we come out with these ideas that are put in our heads. Um, having a present generation and especially Christians with the call that we have to actually influence more often than not we are guided in our thoughts and we have and we develop a theology mm -hmm. that is based on what we have consumed mm -hmm. and like if i am being honest i do spend more time looking at my phone than reading the bible or like mm -hmm. yeah being yeah i spend more time in the presence of others in that social platform that social 
square, global square that we mm-hmm. have in our pockets rather than in the presence of God. And mm-hmm. I know that I'm not the only one, mm-hmm. um, but every so often I'm reminded of like, am I, yeah, am I believing in this theology or am I, where is this coming from? Yeah, yeah. Well, I think by default, I think you you nailed it. Well, the moment we're connected to one thing, mm. we're by default disconnected to something else. Yes. So the question is, where's our source of information? Where's our mm. source of dialogue? What am I allowing my soul, my mind, my heart to conceive is going to, of course, dictate then how I feel. Mm-hmm. So I might put my trust in, let's say, God, but the news are bad. Yeah. So then I don't trust God because, or at least I think, yeah, God is there, but he's not going to do anything about it. Mm. So this is how things are. Yeah. And so the whole the whole goal from the first uh, idea that we're supposed to go out there and disciple nations and bring transformation mm. becomes almost a a dream, a yeah. fantasy rather than actually a reality that could yeah. be achieved if we were more engaged more with God and pick and choose mm-hmm. and be aware to disconnect where we should be disconnected mm-hmm. to the information and connect more to the heart of God yeah. or to the mind of God mm. and then also with one another mm. so that we can be Transformers, you know, in sense, transforming yeah. uh, our, our, you know, environments and those and the, and the people around us. Because I think when you change people, you change the environment. Yeah. Because it's people that actually make the difference. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you're right. I mean, I it's kind of sad that technology was supposed to be empowering. Mm-hmm. And the question is, are we now enslaved by it? Yeah. Or are we enslaving it? Because there are those few that are enslaving it to control the many mm-hmm. or at least uh, make you believe that mm-hmm. what they have discovered so either someone see in the old days when i read something if it was all the information i had to filter it down mm-hmm. now it's been polarized and filtered for me yeah so then i go to certain sources and by default you're going to get a certain perspective so may, few of us are too lazy or many of us are too lazy mm. uh, to really go around and listen to the different perspectives yeah and then at the end of that even as believers or as people who follow God, is to actually look at the bird's eye perspective, yes. which is, okay, what does God then say mm-hmm. about the situation? Whether yeah. it be it a war, whether it be it a uh, dynamic between generations, mm-hmm. and, 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 we miss that part out. Yeah, yeah, yeah we do, and it is just so easy. And as you were saying, unless you do that exercise, and in today's age, um, I feel like there's also like this hurry constantly mm-hmm. chasing mm-hmm. us. Mm-hmm. And no time, yeah. Yeah, there's no time. So it's like you have to do an exercise of going through the different point of views, but at mm. the same time, do you have the time for it? You're mm. not going to spend three hours to mm. see if this point of view is actually like mm-hmm. neutral, if it has considered everything that needs to be mm. considered. So our, educated, our, our opinions become less educated. That's right. Because we do not take the time and pause and ponder on what we believe sometimes. We're not doing the homework yeah. <laughs> or we're not laying the groundwork to understand. Mm. And I think it's true. I think also the media, the, the forms of media are all about, okay, what's the next thing? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you think about the older traditions of communication, let's say a newspaper or a magazine, you basically could take time to read from page one mm-hmm. to page 30 to get, let's say, the monthly magazine of something. Yeah. And then during that time, you could, of course, also 
I'm, I'm not denying the fact they weren't polarizing back then as well. Yeah. But at least you had more time to process and to chew on stuff. Yeah. Now, by the time we haven't completed the thought yeah. or the agreement or disagreement upon a topic, mm-hmm. we're already bombarded with the next thing. Yeah. So at the end of the day, uh, some people believe or some scientists have said that they believe we're becoming, you know, I don't say more, more simple-minded, yeah. but rather we're becoming more shallow in our understanding of things. Yeah. And I think it's important that we sharpen our minds, know the times we live in, mm. focus on the things that we're supposed to be focusing on mm. and make sure that we don't get distracted by the things that are not of value yeah. and that are not of purpose right now in the place and in the season, in the calling that one has. Yeah, yeah. You started going into that, but my question is as, yeah, as believers, as Christians and as people that know an eternal truth and an eternal God and a God that has the whole perspective and not just see black and white, which is so easy to just see the world in villains, mm-hmm. heroes and mm-hmm. victims mm-hmm. as yeah, you were also teaching this week on, on that and many other things. Um, what should be our response? Well, I think, I think we've lost our sense of identity mm-hmm. as humankind mm-hmm. And therefore, even as believers, we can fall into that trap of somehow thinking we're still lost when actually we have been found. Mm-hmm. And then our authority and our responsibility over our own lives, but also over God's creation, has to be restored fully. So I have to, first of all, be in in a healthy place with myself mm-hmm. and with God. And then out of that, take responsibility for my environment, for my community, for the things on earth. Why? Because one, God loves it. Yeah. and wants to redeem it. And I'm then in that that aspect an ambassador of a kingdom. Mm-hmm. And so therefore I have to take my role seriously, but not to the point of like, I'm going to force anyone yeah, because <laughs> that becomes religious, mm-hmm. but rather from this transformative approach that, okay, I need to be intentional to make sure that people don't get stuck in the mode of, mm-hmm. let's say, oh, poor us, things are not going to change. Or even among Christians, the mentality that we're going to be persecuted or... Mm-hmm that we are the answer to all things. Yeah. And at the end of the day, the persecution in part will be there. Yeah. In some places, people will come to us for answers. Mm. And other times, we're going to be needing of to re-educate ourselves mm-hmm. and relearn. And in it all, we need the guidance of God and the Holy Spirit to kind of remind us uh, to set our eyes on the things that are important to mm-hmm. set on. And also, to know that we're a work in progress, yeah. all of us. Yeah. And I think, and it's our, the journey of our transformation that should become the message mm-hmm. that is possible to be transformed. Yeah. And if there's no proof of transformation and of growth and yeah. of change, how can we tell people, oh, life with God is amazing. You should pursue it. Yeah. And then they go, and you've been the same forever and ever. Amen. So mm. I think we need to model mm-hmm. the gospel, live the gospel, express the gospel, be the gospel, mm-hmm. do the gospel, <laughs> um, you know, teach the gospel, but learn the gospel mm-hmm. because at, at any given time, there is that need to recognize that um, we are being restored. We're yeah. in a process of restoration. And yeah. I, like, I like teaching sometimes on this idea that we're going back to a form of innocence, but not innocence like naivety, mm-hmm. but rather innocence of the purity of God's heart yeah. that I love all mankind, I seek for all to come to know him. Yeah. And so I just knock on doors and, you know, and not to be in any rush because mm-hmm. I think the 21st century has given us a sense of 
urgency. Yes. And I'm sorry, but I have a lot of even, I think, people in this community mm. uh, within the, the kingdom perspective mm -hmm. that somehow think, you know, oh, the end of the end times are coming. Yeah. And it, it could be. And I'm not saying I know or yeah. I don't know. <laughs> What I do know is I have to focus on today and then mm -hmm. focus on tomorrow. Mm -hmm. And then if there is a return, then lay, may the return happen when it's meant to be. Yeah. But I have to focus on the things that are in front of me and around me mm. so I can be uh, a good steward of what yeah. I have been entrusted. Mm -hmm. And when we say that, that God is present, mm -hmm. it means like he's in the present. So mm -hmm. he's at work mm -hmm. right now. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, regardless of when the end is coming mm -hmm. or the return mm -hmm. or all of these things, we have a job to do today. That's right. We cannot um, neglect what God puts in front of us just because of the hope that we have mm -hmm. in eternal life, which is like one can live with the other. That's right. Like we can be looking forward um, to this eternal life, with it, to this kingdom completely established and the new Jerusalem and all of these things. But at the same time, we focus on expanding the kingdom today mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. making it just a little bit, yeah, bigger. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and I do think that, The more we know ourselves and the more we understand God and our motto is to know God and make him known. Mm -hmm. I think knowing God and knowing how he sees things, how he wants to tackle things, helps us know how to live in a broken age, but mm -hmm. be whole people. At the same time, also then bring that hope, bring that message of love and faith to people because God wouldn't have given us a task mm. that is impossible but rather it must be possible because he wouldn't trick us. He's not that kind of a God. Yeah. So God is very genuinely wanting to see transformation mm. and we need to, you know, be the instruments of that. Plus I think my, my big thing often is as well, because media is so pervasive now and it's everywhere and there's so many voices being heard. Mm. We got to revisit how do we communicate this God of the old Testament, the new Testament, yeah. the one that as followers of Jesus, how do we, Uh, present him in this age and time. And I think that's, that's I think, what this podcast and every school we have and every community is about. It's not about having the answers. It's being there to see the problems, mm. find creative solutions, mm. but then also communicate with effective tools, you know, hopefully also um, a testimony of our own lives mm -hmm. that it is possible that God is yeah. real yes. and that he's genuine and that mm. he's... He is one that transforms lives. Yeah. And I think we start with ourselves and then we move on to the neighbor. Yeah. And then we move on to the next neighbor. Yeah. And then to the next neighborhood mm -hmm. and then country and continent and so on. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel that sometimes, and this is a big, big part of my heart with communications, mm -hmm. it's that sometimes when I'm watching the news or reading them or I'm on Instagram or on TikTok or whatever, I do not hear what God is doing. Mm -hmm. And because I do not hear and I do not ponder on that, mm -hmm. my brain, my mind starts to believe that God isn't working. Mm -hmm. And so it's so easy, especially with the recent events, um, to fall into that, okay, so where is God in this? If I just focus on the different opinions, if I just focus on the different events that are happening, all of the pain, all of the suffering, all of the noise that is mm -hmm. already creating. Mm -hmm. I've already seen the, the mm -hmm. same videos, the same news so many mm -hmm. times. And it's so easy to stop believing that God is in the midst of that, mm -hmm. that God is working mm -hmm. in the midst of that. 
and we're just like oh he's sovereign he knows like he knows and he's in control of all of this but not only is he sovereign and not only is he in control but he's working mm -hmm. he's That's there right. and as you said like we start with ourselves and also like realizing and acknowledging what god is doing every single day in our yeah. lives how yeah. we get transformed every single day even if it's by the little things mm -hmm. and then when we go and meet our friends that are, do not believe in God or do not think that God is, yeah. Real. It, yeah. It's easier for us to speak about a God that moves and a God that works when we are constantly in his presence and realizing mm -hmm. these little things mm -hmm. and looking for him. Yeah. I mean, I would, I would probably want to put out there that we should become at least aware the next few weeks when we listen to something. Mm-hmm and watch something are we being conformed yeah to a perspective mm -hmm. or are these information or this in, this this what is i'm being i'm digesting is mm -hmm. transformative yeah i think that's how you know whether it's a god uh thing and a lot of people actually do get seduced by new age by other mm. religions and so on but at the end of the day you realize you're not actually transformed you're not the best version of yourself what ends up happening you become a copy of something else yeah. that wants you to conform to how they are. Yeah. And I've said this over and over again, most religions and most faith systems and even philosophies, political um, perspectives, um, sociological, anthropological teachings and ideologies often lead to conformity. Yeah. And yet it was so clear that Paul grasped this for in his time mm. and said, do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed mm. by the renewal of your minds. And I think minds he meant also the idea of his of, of our whole being. Mm -hmm. So I would encourage us and I would probably put out a challenge to all of us to make sure that whatever we're taking in is has the power to transform us mm -hmm. and bring us to fall in love with God more. Yeah. Fall in love with creation more so that mm -hmm. we can go out there and meet the needs and help people. And at the same time recognize that we need to see God move because we in ourselves cannot solve a problem. Yeah. And that peace is not going to reign on earth because mankind is good to one another. Yeah. It's because of the presence of God. And if the presence of the Lord is not there, then there will be often very much chaos. And God yeah. needs to bring people together and we need to have perspectives that are, lead to unity. So that would be maybe my like, you know, key thing. Like <laughs> be careful that whatever you're, you're listening to, it's changing you. It's yeah. making you fall, you know, fall in love with God more. Yeah. And you're seeing a better version of you come forth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Which yeah. other people, of course, have to, uh, says to say, confirm. Yeah. Because it's easy to say, I think I've changed. And then mm -hmm. someone comes and says, you're the same. You just sound squeakier now. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And also because the things that we ingest in that, right. in that sense have the power to transform us, as you mm -hmm. were saying, but we also start producing that. Mm -hmm. And so it's, also, I think it's also a key part of what you're saying, not only to just ingest and be worried to like what you ingest for the sake of yourself, but for the sake of what you reflect back to mm -hmm. the world. Mm -hmm. And we're called to be mirrors of Jesus. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. that is a big task and it seems like it will forever be unattainable. Mm -hmm. But the goal is in the little by little. The That's goal right. the the goal is in step by step. In the yeah, and every day yep. going back to the vine and yep. abiding in him. That's right. That's and right. yeah. Well said. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for this oh, wonderful conversation. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, I enjoy hearing you talk about media communications, all mm -hmm. of that.
yeah, I think you're an amazing speaker, communicator. Thank you. Appreciate and, it. Yeah. I have a great teacher. <laughs> I think God is the greatest communicator. So yeah, let's give it up to him. Yes. Uh, all the glory to God and all my gratitude for him bringing you here. And yeah, thank you so much. This will be all for today's episode. I hope you all enjoy it. And yeah, we'll see you in the next episode. Oh, 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 oh,